Hey guys, Jonathan here on another episode of The Blind Entrepreneur. I'm with uh, a friend of mine, Zach Medina. He's 22 years old. He's the co-founder of Viral Ideas, which is a digital marketing agency based out of Philadelphia. At 16, he founded a company called Shockwaves Entertainment, which was an entertainment company that focused on sweet 16 parties. So at 16 years old, where most people are probably thinking about where to you know, do their go to their party and, and party harder with their 16. He's out there making business, making money for these 16 year olds. So, Zach, welcome to the show. Uh, the first question is tell us about yourself. Who are you and what is your story? All right. So, who am I? I'm a 22 year old. I uh, just, I guess you can call myself an entrepreneur. Depends on who, who you look at and ask. Sure. I uh, was born in Philadelphia. I actually, uh, I'm really close to my family. Uh, dad left left our family when I was eight, one year, one year old, one years old. So we then moved in with my grandparents, and uh, ever since then, I've just been really grinding, working hard, and just really trying to grow grow my company. Tell us a little bit about um, you know viral ideas and 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 uh, shockwaves uh, when 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 you had that business. Okay, so. Opened Shockwave, started at Shockwave's Entertainment in 2010. So I was actually a junior in high school. Uh, we were actually at track practice, and one of my DJs back then, we just came together and we thought, hey, what, like, we, we love music. We heard about some DJing. Why not try it? One thing led to another. I was like, we could make some money off this. So started started that company. And it's funny you mentioned about saying most people are out partying. Uh, it actually, to be honest, kept me out of trouble. Uh, every weekend, I either had a gig or just doing miscellaneous things with, with the entertainment company. So it kept me out of trouble, honestly. It kept me out of partying. I, I, got to be, I got to essentially get paid to party, as you nice. could say. <laughs> Not a bad gig at all. No. Especially at 16. <laughs> um, so you mentioned briefly your family, about how close you are with them. Um, where does your passion come from? Passion, I, I, my passion would definitely say through my family. Uh, I definitely, I'm really close to my mom, especially my grandparents. So, you know, we've all gone through some tough times here and there. And my goal is to really just support my family. Uh, I, I say family, I don't have any kids or anything, but <laughs> you know, support support my uh, family and just really make them make them happy and not have to have them worry as much as they do right now. Sure. Absolutely. Um, so do you feel as if that, you know, your passion started at a very early age? I mean, 16 and starting a business, that's, that's rare. Um, you know, did it, did it start at 16? Was there like a, a moment where you're like, man, I really need to do this? Uh, it's, it's funny because I started, I was always looking for ways to make money. And, you know, at the time, now I look back, I'm like, ugh, you know, it's, it's not always about the money. The older you get, the more you learn, it's not always about the money. But as, as a kid, I actually, in seventh grade, I believe, I started, uh, I was introduced to caddying, which, you know, just carry a bag around for some golfers. And that's how I first started. And they paid us, I would sit there almost all day waiting for, for someone to take me out on the course at the end of the day I was given $50 cash and the moment I was given that I was like wow this is crazy I mean $50 for a, sure. a seventh grader was a lot of money That's a lot of Pokemon cards <laughs> <laughs> exactly so 
I was like, shoot, I could, I could really start building from this. So, you know, one thing led to another. I'm there every single weekend caddying at the Philmont Country Club in uh, Huntington Valley. And then something came about where eBay came in and I started doing eBay. And I, in eighth grade, I would, or eighth or ninth grade, I would buy broken iPhones or broken iPods, learned how to fix them up, resold them. Uh, just almost refurbished them myself. So I was always learning like new ways to make money, but I never really knew that was an entrepreneur necessarily until people started coming to me and saying, oh, look at this little entrepreneur. And I was like, what's that? So I started doing some reading on it, research, and I found out that that's really where my passion is. Nice. That's No, that's cool. Um, so like early on, um, you know, whether you want to talk about shockwaves or whether you want to talk about viral ideas, what were some of the early uh, struggles that you had uh, in starting both of these businesses? Yeah, so actually, it's it, I started Shockwaves Entertainment my uh, so, or my junior year of high school, and then I also my freshman year of college, which was 2012, 20, some, somewhere around there, I started uh, an app which is called Flixation, mm. and it's more or less grown into a hobby now. But I really was treating that as a company because that's all I really had aside from Shockwaves Entertainment. And uh, I'll tell you the biggest thing I learned from that was at the time it's when – I mean apps are still big now. But everyone, everyone was getting the, into the tech industry, created an app. And I didn't really know what the hell I was doing. I was just trying to make sure I was comparing, oh, look at all these best apps. I need to go create that. And I built this app and it was – for um, at the time, it was for uh, storytelling, basically through video, compiling some pictures, and I presented it to the target market, and they're like, "The hell is this? Like, mm-hmm. it's too much." Basically, I learned we put in too much, which meant the developers were exhausted. I was out of money. Uh, time and time, it was just update after update. We were trying to get out. And eventually it just came down to, wow, that, that was a failure almost in a sense. So we went back to the drawing board uh, and realized that we just need to create something very small and grow it from there. So we're still working on it. Uh, I still enjoy doing it. It's actually, uh, we, we're trying to promote it for restaurants, whereas they can simply showcase their restaurant and their food in a 14-second uh, video story. We call it a flicks. And that's... The best thing I could say I learned through through the failure is start small and grow. Mm-hmm. Don't try to build it up so much in the beginning. Well, that's funny that you bring up failure because that's actually a good segue. Um, what was the biggest failure that you've actually had thus far? Would you consider that your biggest <laughs> failure? And uh, if it's if it is your biggest failure, I mean, you 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 mentioned briefly that you learned something from it, but dive in a little bit deeper as far as what you learned. Yeah, I mean, I would say it was it was one of the biggest failures in a sense that that was a lot of time, money, effort, uh, connections that I don't want to say were wasted, but it definitely you think about it like wow, sort of like an opportunity cost. What, what could I have been doing instead of that, or what could we have done differently, or mm-hmm. all that comes in the mind, and it really made me come back and think and go, well, look at, look at human beings, right? We don't just pop out of the womb and we, we can talk, we can drive, we can feed ourselves and whatnot. We start small, we, we progress. And I sort of look at 
life as, or I sort of look at my app updates as, as like life. So each, everything that you bring on to life. So like now I can, let's say I can drive or I can talk or I can walk. That's sort of like an app update. I look at it, but you need to start small in order to get to those updates. So mm. definitely don't try to put in too, too much at one time and throw it out there. Just let it grow. So it's very mature perspective to have um, based off of your analogy in terms of, you know, philosophically your, your life long progression is actually one big giant uh, update, you know? Yeah. It's like versions after, yeah, one sure. update after another. Where do you think that, I'm curious to see where that started from. Is that, is that a byproduct all from the people that you're surrounding yourself with? Uh, is that a book? Is that um, the way that you were raised? Uh, definitely not a way I was raised. Uh, my mom's actually a teacher, so <laughs> okay. to start to start back going back a little bit, she, she thinks she really thought I was nuts when I first started, you sure, know, sure. getting into the business world. She's like, "Why didn't you just want to go to college or go to high school, or go to college, or get a good job, and you know, yeah. li- live a safe life?" But um, no, I mean, I, I would definitely say, although that was in theory a failure. Uh, that we put that much time and effort. I mean, it's a lot of money. You know, developers are expensive. <laughs> uh, it really made me come back and think. And I, I wouldn't say I got it from a book or anywhere. Of course, I mean, you know, you pull some things from sure. books, but there's no one book that that I've read that says, you know, treat life as sort of like an update. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, it's just sort of what I what I've come to come to the conclusion that everything you bring on in your life, whether it be talking a relationship uh just a job or anything it's just it's just a new update in your life and that's how you have to live it sure no i think it's a uh, great mindset for sure um what are some of the habits that have helped you <clears throat> excuse me helped you become more efficient throughout your day it's actually funny i i i stole this from my uh from my business partner dave uh he when we first started this, uh, we're, we're very—I see a whiteboard behind you, so it sort of makes me laugh. We have whiteboards in our office all along, you know, all along the walls, and and he would sit there and write out every to the minute what he's doing. I would sit back and go, "You're crazy! Like you can't plan your life out like that. Right. None of us know when we're gonna die. Like just live your life." But then it, it sort of came to the conclusion that most people not in nine to five jobs are told what to do by their boss, right? As an entrepreneur, you are your own boss. So treat yourself like an employee. So every night around 11 o'clock, the night before, I'll sit and I use my calendar on my phone and just plug in almost to the minute, every 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes. And the next day, uh, I hear that that bring, ring go off and I know exactly what to do. So it not only makes me more efficient, but it helps me when I go to bed that, that day, that that night I can wake up knowing hey I'm excited because I know I know what I'm going to accomplish tomorrow mm-hmm. and that's really I found is the best way to to keep yourself most efficient that's interesting and so you're using like Google Google Calendar or something like that yeah I'm just looking it's just the the generic calendar that's provided in your in your phone it links up to Google or whatever yeah. so I get a notification on my computer I get a notification on my phone so now I'm curious I'm curious do you I have notifications as well, um, but I've actually silent. I I've, uh, made them silent, so I see them. I don't hear them. Do you get more satisfaction by hearing the sound, 
or do you get more satisfaction by it just you know going up on your on your screen I would say neither I get more satisfaction at the end of the day I look back and I said wow look at all that look at all that I got done sure. right so it's more or less I know it's there gotcha. and I know at the end of the day I, I shouldn't say I know it's there because it has to either buzz or do something for me to know what I have to do. But at the right. end of the day, I'm going to look back and go, oh, I accomplished all that. So the, 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 you feeling that buzz is the trigger that says, okay, I need to move forward to my next, my next step. Yeah, definitely. Okay. And even if, if, it's a, if you have your uh, calendar open up on Google, yeah. uh, it's kind of funny. <laughs> It'll like, let's say we're in this chat right now. My, my, something goes off of my calendar it'll totally take away and go to that calendar and you're like, all right, I need to go get that done. Sure. No, that's cool. Well, <laughs> besides Google Calendar, like what are some of the other resources that you use um, every day that you can't live without? I don't know if you would consider it a resource, uh, but food, uh, I, I'm big on breakfast. Okay. If, if, I, if I don't wake up and eat, there's no, there's no function, sure, right? Sure, sure. So yeah, I love that, that is a huge resource. You kind of need that <laughs> as fuel, especially to start your day off. Exactly. Uh, I'm, I'm re- I just love eating a big, big, healthy breakfast to get me through the day. Uh, but also, I've found that in office space, really, uh, mm-hmm. I when I started, like I said, I, I started Flixation uh, back in my freshman year. I would just work at Starbucks, and I was like, I was one of those Starbucks dwellers that you see there in the mm-hmm. morning, afternoon, and night. Mm-hmm. Uh, so up until then, we actually just got this office and I was like, wow, I get so much more done at this office than I ever did at Starbucks because I just felt like I was sort of controlled at Starbucks. I didn't really have freedom. Now I have freedom. So this office, I would say, was you know, huge for, for me. Uh, I mean, my, my car, I'm always on the go. I think every entrepreneur is always on the go and I don't really, I don't live in the city, but I live in the suburbs. So I have to have a car. We don't really have too many Ubers out here. So if I didn't have my car, if I didn't have my breakfast and if I didn't have an office space, yeah. no, I wouldn't be functioning. Um, that really none of those are, uh, are technological, which is, which is, uh, which is definitely a more different answer than, uh, what most people have, uh, have answered. Um, but, but tell me, you mentioned that breakfast was your, was a very important meal for you. Um, describe your daily life as an entrepreneur. When does it usually begin and when does it usually end? Well, it, right now it's actually kind of funny because I'm still, I'm actually a senior uh, in college still. Uh, I'm still on track. It's not like I'm behind or anything, but yeah. my days really vary. So some days I have to wake up and go to class and then after class I run, I run to the office and so on. I mean our office is only 20 minutes from, from my school. But I, my daily life is I go to, I wake up anywhere from, it really depends on if I have school or not, anywhere from 6 a.m., 7 a.m.-ish, uh, and then you know, eat, a, eat a really good breakfast. I, of, I often listen to my motivational videos. Uh, I just type in motivational videos on YouTube and just sort of find stuff. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of reading. Uh, one of my favorite books is actually Drive. Uh, by Daniel Pink. That was pretty inspirational for me. So I do a lot of reading on the industries and stuff like that. And then I just, I really wait for the bings to go off on, on my on my uh, calendar. And that's really what drives me through the day. Uh, and then at night, I like to catch up with, with my family. Uh, we always, 
almost every night I have a, I sit down, we have a family dinner. So we, we always catch up around the table, even if it's only for like 30 minutes or so. Yeah. And then I said, I don't really like going to Starbucks. You know, I don't get as much done, but I, about eight o'clock every night, I'll go to Starbucks and I'll sort of have my own personal time, even if I work on some stuff. And then by one o'clock, I usually go to bed. So that's okay. my general day. So around five hours of sleep every day ish. Yeah. And then on the weekends, I like to, uh, I'll admit, I like to crash in a little bit sure. longer than I should, but oh, you, have <laughs> hey, you, have to, you have to recharge those batteries. Is, um, <laughs> is fitness at all important to you? Yeah. So I was my senior year. I think every, every guy senior year tries to get buffed for their senior week. So that was, that was me. Uh, turns out I was an idiot and I tore my shoulder. Mm-hmm. So that, that took out about two years of my you know, rehabilitation stuff. But Dave and I are pretty big into just, even if it's 20, 30 minutes out of the day, just go, go take, take a walk. I like walking, um, through the, uh, we have some penny pack trails around here. Just, some jump rope at the gym, miscellaneous lifting weights. But I mean, I'm not trying to become Mr. Bodybuilder, but you know, I like to stay active. No, that's good. I mean, so do you think that there's a formula in order, uh, in order for you to become successful, uh, or for entrepreneurs to become successful? And and if there is a formula, what does it, what does it look like to you? There really can't be a formula. And I know some other people are going to say there probably are. But in my opinion, there can't be. Uh, I mean, this this isn't a controlled experiment, right? Often, oftentimes, our outcome is failure. I mean, we all know that what ninety percent of businesses fail and whatnot. But I think that's sort of the the way of the life of an entrepreneur is the ups and downs and failures. So, is there a formula? No. But what I can say is, if you know what you want to do, keep Keep driving, keep keep going at it, and and don't give up on yourself. And if you don't know what you want to do, for example, when I started uh, doing the app, still still do it because you're you're gonna learn. It, it, eventually, you will learn, and eventually, you will become successful. Mm. Is there a quote that you that you live by, or uh, something that you is like kind of like your uh, your mantra? Yeah, uh, it's. I mean, there, there's obviously a ton of entrepreneurship quotes and whatnot, but there's one that's entrepreneurship is living a few years of your life uh, like most people won't, so you can spend the rest of your life like most people can't. Yeah. So I, I love living by that. Yeah, I think it's great too, and I wish that was a quoted person because I think that quote in particular is by Anonymous. Uh you know, and not the not the hacker group, but uh, I wish I, I, I knew who, who said not that. You know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's a great quote. Believe it or not, that's actually one of my favorite quotes as well. So oh, awesome! Yeah, um, I mean, it's so true though for for all entrepreneurs. I mean, we absolutely even in like college. I often I look at a lot of college kids, and I hope you know a lot of millennials are probably watching this, and I don't want to put anybody down, but. I myself, I'm not, I'm not a huge party. I do like to have fun. I really think there's a balance between having fun in life and, and just working and whatnot. But a lot of college kids, it's all about partying, you know, party, party, party. And it, I want to say, what are you partying for, right? I mean, 
I, I, in my sense, I would rather work hard now and essentially party for the rest of my life. And I'm not saying, you know, get drunk and whatnot every, every single day of the week. And, but, but just live your life. And to me, that's, that's the thrill. That's the party. So work hard now and live the rest of your life like you want to. It's a great philosophy. Um, now, the, the blind entrepreneur is an individual who doesn't, that has an idea, um, but not, doesn't necessarily know how to execute the strategy uh, or doesn't know how to even begin. Uh, and they may be afraid in order to take that next step uh, in, the, in the sense of uh, becoming an entrepreneur. What are three pieces of advice that you'd give somebody as they're, uh, they're just starting out? Three pieces of advice. One, start small. Like I said, think, think like a human being, right? If you don't do that, you're just going to waste your time, your money, your effort, and other people's time. I'll be honest, I, I'm sure I've wasted other people's time, whether it be the developers, the designers, and whatnot. That would be one part of advice. Second part, stop asking for, for money. Uh, we're, we're, we're in this day and age where I think everybody thinks, oh, if I go out and get Mark Cuban or if I go on Shark Tank, I'm going to become successful. It works, I'm sure. You know, I mean, we see sales spike, but to get to that point, they want the perfect. They want you know, you, you want to make sure it's the perfect product. Product, and if you put yourself in an, an investor's shoes, you'll learn that you want the perfect product or service, or whatever. So I would say, I personally, I don't come from a family of money whatsoever. My my mom's a teacher, and my dad um, is a landscaper. So. I'm not one where I can go, mommy, daddy, can I, can I have a check of, you know, however much money. I worked at it. You know, I was a caddy. I did this, I did that, the other. If you have more control over your money, you will put it in the right spots mm. rather than just saying, oh, let's go out and get $20,000, $30,000, I've seen companies, I've worked for companies that, you know, clients of ours that we've had, it, they'll just run through the money and you don't want to do that, right? Uh, and I don't know if that's too much advice. I'm trying to think of a third, a third advice. No, that's, uh, great. that's great. Be humble. Be humble. Mm. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll admit as a, as a junior in high school, you, you have a company. Uh, maybe I got a little, little cocky at times. I mean, because you're doing something that no one else is doing at the time. So be humble. I mean, the, the, the older I get, I know I'm 22, but I look back, I'm like, still want to make sure you're there for your family, friends, and, and just give back to the community. Absolutely. Um, so last question is, uh, is my personal favorite. Um, and hopefully, uh, you know, maybe it could be a breakfast type of question, but imagine you have the, uh, the worst possible day in your entire life. You're down in the dumps, <laughs> you're, you're on the brink of a borderline depression, maybe tears flowing through your eyes, who knows. Um, but you need to pick me up, right? And so what is the first meal that you will go for or you will want to eat in order to raise your spirits up? Ice cream. Okay. Any particular fa flavor? <laughs> or? Yeah, I'm, I'm not uh, plugging this in any such way, but Trader's, Trader Joe's vanilla heavy cream ice cream is, oh, my right. God. It's okay, like – specific. You'll never want to go back to another ice cream ever right. in your life. Are you watching so. Netflix while doing this too? Or is it just no, like, you know, I, like maybe funny. a rom-com on the, on the couch? Or? <laughs> no, honestly, I would probably be uh, 
thinking of more business, how to, how right. to better my business, right? Nice. <laughs> As an entrepreneur, you never stop thinking about that. But you, seriously, I'll just sit with ice cream and just pour some chocolate on and I'll have a good, you know, good rest of my night. You're good. <laughs> nice, man. Well, uh, Zach, if you don't mind just uh, telling us briefly how we can uh, follow you and your journey and uh, the websites that you'd like to talk to us about. Yeah, so uh, I'm always... I love helping people out. Like I said, I want to remain humble and always give back. So feel free to tweet at me. I think my Twitter's like Zach at or Zach at Zach underscore underscore Medina M E D I N A. Uh, I'm also really big with email, so feel free to email me Zach Z A C H at viralideamarketing.com. And then that's our website, viralideamarketing.com. So feel free to shoot us an email. I'm always open for email. I don't use LinkedIn, so please don't try to connect with me there. I personally, I'm, I hate LinkedIn. I think it's so corporate. So, Well, uh, all, all of your information is going to be on the show notes anyways. So uh, they'll be able to click on a link and go directly to you right away. Cool. Um, but Zach, thank you for your time. It means a lot. And uh, continue hustling. I appreciate it. Thanks for thanks for taking out the time. Absolutely.